Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. More, go to sistersforfitness.com. That's sistersforfitness.com. Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. can always find people who are helping. Thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us when my brothers and sisters and mom and dad and grandpa and grandma need them. Thank you, first responders. This is what I signed up for as a first responder. I am constantly worried about being exposed to this virus and potentially bringing it back to my home and my family. I'm going to continue going to work day in and day out and providing help to those that need it. We look out for the helpers because they look out for us. Thank you, first responders. Be safe, look after yourself, and look after one another. Thanks. Learn how you can help first responders in your community by texting BRAVE to 24365. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP-FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP-FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Over to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Yeah, there are no delays anywhere on the Capitol Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia. In uh, Frederick County, you do have a work zone going on affecting either direction of 270. Northbound between Buckystown Pike and I-70, left lane is closed. On the southbound side in that area, it is the right lane that is closed. No reported work zones anywhere in Montgomery County. In Prince George's County, Maryland 4 Pennsylvania Avenue, shut down at Water Street. Tra- traffic going single file past the work zone on the southbound side. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and cold this morning with temperatures ranging from the mid-20s to the mid-30s. Going to be another beautiful day for us. Nice sunrise and sunset. Again, lots of sunshine. Temperatures today will be fairly compatible to where we were yesterday ranging anywhere from 47 to 52 degrees. I'm tracking higher temperatures for the end of the week and a chance of rain. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 31 degrees over at DuPont Circle, 28 degrees in Germantown, 32 in Annandale at 1259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning, I'm Michael Toscano, and coming up, the Washington Nationals are no longer up for sale, and there will not be a new owner. The learners are keeping the team. What about the latest in other local teams and whether the Caps and Wizards are moving? If the Alexandria Arena bill doesn't pass, it could fail, but there's a third option, too. I'm Nick Ainelli. Digging out of the site of that fatal house explosion in Sterling, I'm Neil Augenstein. A helping hand for the families of Loudoun firefighters killed and injured in the house explosion. I'm Dick Williams. 
This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Matt Piper. Another atmospheric river is hitting California tonight. It's bringing possible flooding, mudslides, hail, and even possible tornadoes to most of the state. CBS's Dina Dermetrius reports from Los Angeles. We're counting in the six to seven inches of rain up in the foothills at this point. So all that water has to come downstream. That means into the city of Santa Barbara, where sandbags and barricades are protecting properties. The flooded airport was shut down. A rescue team responded to one area after a CBS News crew saw a body in the water. What happened is still unclear. And in the Sierra, there's a winter storm warning until Wednesday with possible blizzard conditions. This year's Daytona 500 is in the books, but not without some excitement toward the end. CBS's Peter King from Florida. Delayed by a day, the Daytona 500 is limped to an ending with William Byron winning his first 500 under a yellow caution flag. The caution came after the second of two crashes during the last eight laps. The first of those spectacular involving 18 cars on lap 192. Taking a look at gun violence in this country following two police officers and an EMT gunned down over the weekend in Minnesota. CBS News Minnesota's Jonah Kaplan hears from the Burnsville police chief. The shooting, a reminder of how domestic calls can turn deadly for first responders. We're heartbroken. We are heartbroken. We are going to need time to be together. FBI data shows among the more than 500 officers killed in the last decade, nearly 10% were responding to a domestic disturbance. A drone drug delivery. Correspondent Jim Crisula. Eleven people, including one juvenile, have been arrested for allegedly using drones to deliver drugs to a medium security prison in mountainous southern West Virginia. Two of those arrested were fugitives, one wanted in Kentucky and the other wanted in Pennsylvania. Palestinian officials ask judges at the U.N.'s highest court to declare Israel's occupation of their territory illegal. CBS's Robert Berger is in Jerusalem. Israel's concern about this world court case is that if the court accepts the Palestinian position that the occupation is illegal, Israel fears that would dictate the outcome of any future peace talks. The Kelsey brothers posted a video addressing last week's fatal shooting that took place at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade with Travis Kelsey saying this. Kansas City and Chiefs Kingdom, we love you guys. We're with you guys. He announced they would be sharing a link to the Kansas City Chiefs Emergency Response Fund so people can donate to victims. We still do not know anything about the two juveniles who have been charged in last Wednesday's shooting. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It is 1.03 a.m. on Tuesday, February 20. We have 31 degrees with clear skies. It's cold overnight. Good morning. I'm Michael Toscano. The top local stories we are following this hour. The Washington Nationals no longer up for sale. Owner Mark Lerner tells the Washington Post he and his family have decided to keep the team. The decision marks a reversal for Lerner, who had announced almost two years ago he was exploring selling the team. Andrew Golden of the Washington Post broke the story, and he joined us a little earlier. I didn't get a sense that he was thinking too far ahead in the future. I think they decided at the moment in time that they aren't going to sell the team. You know, according to him, this decision the family came to a while ago. How long ago, I don't know. But I think they decided that right now they're very happy owning the team that they're going to stick with. The team has struggled since winning the World Series back in 2019, trading away major stars such as Juan Soto to try to jump start a rebuild. 
The Lerner family bought the team back in 2006 for $450 million when Major League Baseball moved the ball club here from Montreal. Well, there is plenty of action in the business behind our local teams. We've heard that the Virginia legislature bill that would allow for a new arena for the Caps and the Wizards in Alexandria might be dead, and then again, it might be still alive. So what's really going on? It seems there's more than one option on the table. While the arena bill passed in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its future is uncertain. It's moved on to the Senate, specifically to the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. And the chair of that committee, Democratic Senator Eloise Lucas, will be the one who decides whether the bill is voted on or whether it dies. It's left up to Louise Lucas, and right now that rests with her. That's Democratic Delegate Luke Torian, who sponsored the bill in the House. Torian says another option on the table would be to delay action on the bill for a year rather than letting it die. WTOP has reached out to Lucas numerous times for an interview, but we have not heard back. So do you have any idea what Senator Lucas might do? We have not been given an indication. Right now, I have no idea, sir. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Some of the Caps and Wizards' potential new neighbors in Alexandria rallied against the proposed stadium during the President's Day parade in Old Town Monday. The protest was organized by a group called the Coalition to Stop the Arena. Andrew McDonald, an organizer of the group, tells our partners at 7 News that they represent a lot of people, he says, and that they are concerned about the development and think it's being rushed. It's 106. It remains a devastating site in Loudoun County, where a house explosion on Friday night killed a volunteer firefighter and injured nine others. The investigation into how this all happened is in full swing. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, piles of debris from what was a house before it exploded and collapsed are being removed with a front loader. Nearby structures are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are gathering the firefighting gear that was being worn Friday. That'll be sent out for analysis. It'll all become part of what's called the Significant Incident Report, which will be very thorough since it involves the line of duty death and firefighter injuries. It'll be up to the fire marshal to determine what caused the explosion. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Funeral arrangements are being made for the firefighter who died. 45-year-old Trevor Brown had been with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company since 2016. Financial aid is now being provided to Brown's family and the families of the firefighters injured in that explosion. The Loudoun First Responders Foundation is paying the funeral expenses of volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown, who lost his life in Friday's disaster. We provide immediate financial support in the time of needs for our first responders. Tina Johnson, president of the all-volunteer nonprofit, says the group is picking up the costs for medical fees and other expenses of injured firefighters. We can write a check within an hour once we've received their application. All of the financial aid is coordinated with the county fire and rescue service people are invited to help by donating to the loudon first responders foundation dick Iuliano, wtop news local business owners are joining in a crime fighting effort that connects former prisoners with young people in crime hotspots. the story from wtop's kate ryan Lance London, founder of Carolina Kitchen, had a question for the crowd at the announcement of a new community effort in Prince George's County. If I can open up a Carolina Kitchen in Washington, D.C., why can't you? I want you to be bigger than me and better than me. And that's part of what's behind YMI, Young Minds Initiative, which links men who've served time and now push for positive change with mentors and youth leaders. Spencer Crump with the Right Global Group had a special announcement. We're here to donate 
donate $2.5 million Whoa. for transitional housing for the youth and uh, Prince George's County and all through Maryland. YMI is now working to link with local governments and other organizations to expand its reach. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, what's next for pharmaceutical giant Pfizer, creator of one of the COVID vaccines? It's 108. $59. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We go now to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. New work zone in Virginia, southbound 95, south of the Fairfax County Parkway, heading over to US 1 in Woodbridge. This is overhead sign repair work. The right lane and the right shoulder are closed. Currently, that is the only work zone on 95 in either direction between Springfield and Fredericksburg. And 395, however, in Arlington, northbound between Pentagon Rotary Road, heading north of Army Navy Drive. Traffic engineering, the right lane, right shoulder, alternating mobile closures. There's also work on in Alexandria, northbound 395, starts just south of King Street. Uh, this is going to go for traffic engineering with the right lane and the right shoulder, alternating mobile closures. Also, Glebe Road shut down both directions between Military Road and a Virginia 123 Chain Bridge Road. Again, all lanes blocked both directions because of the road work. The one ro- work zone we're seeing in on 66 is eastbound, west of US 50 and Fairfax, road widening operations. The right center lane and right lane are closed the westbound side clear from the beltway heading out to Front Royal and back. No reported work zones either side of 66 inside the beltway from Falls Church to the Roosevelt Bridge. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And let's hear now from 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Expect a warming trend for the end of the week. Unfortunately, it's going to also come with our chance of rain for the week. Thursday and Friday, looking like Thursday afternoon, Friday morning. For today, it is going to be dry, beautiful too, and the sun gets ready to rise in a couple hours here. We're mainly clear, temperatures between 25 and 35 degrees. And then for your Tuesday afternoon, Temperatures will be topping out between 47 and 52 degrees and near 50 also on Wednesday with lots of sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 31 degrees now in DuPont Circle, 27 in Germantown, 32 degrees in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Nathan Hager. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It might not have been the most talked about commercial from this year's Super Bowl. But with a 60-second tour through history, Pfizer made clear it is moving past its blockbuster COVID vaccine and taking on the next challenge with the tagline, Let's Outdo Cancer. The drug giant's already been heading in this direction. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla has said cancer is the new epicenter for his business. Last year, Pfizer paid $43 billion for CGen and its targeted cancer treatments. We are putting a lot of capital over there, and we are hoping that we will be able to make a big difference on cancer, as we did with COVID. And the competition's hoping to make a difference as well. AbbVie and Merck have made their own moves into targeted treatments. Pfizer is still looking for its footing after a tough 2023, but the company's hoping its newest investments will pay off 
including this first investment in Super Bowl ad time. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Nathan Hager on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, why are Republicans on Capitol Hill softening their opposition to Russia? It's 112. Mark your calendars for the philanthropic event of the year. Join us in the fight against blood cancers at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's national signature black tie event, the Leukemia Ball. The 37th annual event will be held on Saturday, April 6th at the Washington Convention Center in D.C. The Leukemia Ball is more than just a gala. It's a celebration of hope, courage, and the power of coming together for a great cause. This inspirational evening is filled with an impactful mission program, meaningful networking and cocktails, silent and live auctions, dinner, dancing, and more. Headlining this year's event will be multiple Grammy-nominated, Peabody and Emmy Award-winning actor-comedian Craig Ferguson. Be a part of something extraordinary and support LLS's groundbreaking research and patient services. Your presence can change lives. Join us at the Leukemia Ball, where every step on the dance floor is a step towards a cure. For more information and to purchase tickets, please visit www.leukemiaball.org. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Coming up, will D.C. public schools see hundreds of teachers and other staffers lose their jobs? More news in 60 seconds. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Good morning. It is 1.15. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks for being with us. Republicans have been softening their stance on Russia since Donald Trump won the 2016 presidential election with all of its talk of Russian interference. There are several reasons for the shift. For one, Russian President Vladimir Putin is holding himself out as an international champion of conservative Christian values. And some in the GOP say they are growing increasingly skeptical of international entanglements. Then there's Trump's own embrace of the Russian leader. Well, now the GOP's ambivalence on Russia has stalled additional aid to Ukraine. Many Republicans are openly frustrated that their colleagues don't see the benefits of helping Ukraine. WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks about the stalled Ukraine aid package with ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts. 
Look, there's a crisis point that's been reached on Ukraine aid. On the battlefield, you had uh, Russian advances in a village uh, that the Ukrainians have been held, uh, they've abandoned. Reports from the battlefield uh, are very clear that the Ukrainians are running out of ammunition. They're running out of weapons. And if the West, uh, NATO and the United States, is going to aid Ukraine in resisting this invasion, the time is now when they have to supply uh, new weapons. And there's a bill, $60 billion in aid, that's passed the Senate. It had 22 Republican senators, you know, very much a bipartisan effort. And Republican senators led by Mitt Romney said if uh, uh, America does not provide this aid, it would cease to be the leader of the free world. I mean, that is a uh, very ambitious and, and, and important statement. But in the House, it's been blocked primarily by presidential politics because uh, Donald Trump and his allies do not want to give Joe Biden a victory. They don't want to um, have a big signing ceremony down at the White House where Biden could claim that he's helped Ukraine. And Trump and his uh, allies are also reflecting a growing isolationist trend in the Republican Party. So it's definitely reached a crisis point where Ukraine needs the aid and the American Congress has not been able to find a way to provide it. What about a simple, shall we say, capitalistic argument that sending these weapons to Ukraine is good for American business, arms business. I know it's a bit crass, but I wonder if somebody would respond to that type of argument. But it's, it might be crass, but it's true. <laughs> um, a very high percentage of that $60 billion actually is spent in this country. We manufacture the arms. America manufactures the arms that Ukraine needs so badly, whether it's uh, artillery shells, uh, whether it's uh, mortars, whether it's, uh, it's planes and drones. And so, yes, uh, there is an economic factor. In fact, there are many communities in this country with defense plans that could really prosper as a result of this bill. But there's a, there's a larger point here. This debate about Ukraine is not just about the $60 billion. This is about America's role in the world. Donald Trump, almost certainly the Republican nominee, is following a path of uh, growing isolationism. He's both exciting and exploiting these emotions in the Republican Party, the base of the Republican Party, far less willing, far less enthusiastic about financing uh, our allies abroad. And so this is not just about Ukraine. This is about the larger question that Mitt Romney posed. Does the United States accept and embrace their role and responsibility for preserving democracy and defending liberty around the world, or they retreat within their own borders? And that's really at stake, along with the question of how much money gets sent to Ukraine. It's a much larger and in many ways more important question at stake. A quick look at the stories now. We're working on a WTOP. The Washington Nationals are no longer for sale. We'll take a closer look at that decision ahead. Alexei Navalny's widow vows to continue her husband's fight against Russia's Vladimir Putin. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Over to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. No accidents to report anywhere in the DMV. The work zones in the Beltway include the Adeloupe at the American Legion Bridge. Rehabilitation activities with everything to the right blocked. Only the far left lane is open. Also, the Adeloupe south of 50 on the west side. Road widening work with the right lane and the right shoulder closed. Southbound 95, uh, just starting just to the north of the Fairfax County Parkway, heading to US-1 in Woodbridge. This is overhead sign repair work. The right lane and the right shoulder closed. Then down in Spotsylvania County, 
Eva, the ongoing road work on southbound US-1, about six and a half miles south of US-17 Mills Drive. This is new road construction at Virginia 606 Mundevin Road in Thornburg. You find the right lane is closed, but no major delays. Also in Spotsylvania County, Virginia 208 at US-1 for construction activity. In Stafford County, northbound US-17, about 11 miles north of the interchange with 95 bridge repair work. The right lane is shut down. Also in Stafford County, US-1 southbound. All lanes are alternating closures just south of Virginia 218. That's north of Fredericksburg. In Arlington, northbound 395. Starting around the Pentagon Rotary Road, heading up north of Army-Navy Drive. Traffic engineering operations, the right lane, right shoulder, alternating mobile closures. Northbound 395 in Alexandria, south of King Street. Traffic engineering, the right lane, right shoulder, also alternating mobile closures. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And we turn now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Temperatures near average today and Wednesday, but I'm tracking some spring-like warmth for the end of the week. So we're dealing with the cold this morning and a chance for some patchy frost. Temperatures between 25 and 35 degrees and later today just under 50 degrees with, again, just some scattered clouds out there. So it is going to be a beautiful day. Sunshine on tap for your Wednesday, also around 50 degrees. Right now, the range of temperatures for Thursday afternoon 53 to 58, mostly cloudy skies and showers for the afternoon and evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Yeah, and that range of temperatures going down overnight under clear skies. 30 degrees in Alexandria, 36 at Penn Quarter, 27 degrees in Columbia. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, there's a special on Netflix recorded right here in our area. It's 122. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. PJ Fitzpatrick has a great plan to save on your electric bill. Replace your leaky, drafty old windows with beautifully designed, budget-friendly, energy-efficient, American-made windows. PJ Fitzpatrick has a variety of financing packages that work with most any budget. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick provides the ultimate peace of mind, thousands of five-star reviews, and their famous lifetime guarantee on materials and labor. You can have it all. Visit TrustPJ.com today for a free design consultation. That's TrustPJ.com. It's 123. Capital One is buying Discover. And Ben Thomas reports it's a big money deal. Capital One Financial is buying Discover Financial Services for $35 billion. The deal brings together two of the nation's biggest credit card companies. In a news release, they say Discover shareholders will receive Capital One shares valued at nearly $140. Discover shares closed Friday trading at $110.49. 
Capital One was the 12th largest U.S. bank as of the third quarter, while Discover was 33rd. Both companies have benefited from Americans' increased use of credit cards, but they've also needed to set aside more reserves to guard against